0: Welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. And that's Kayla. And today we're talking about sperm. Sperm. Swimmers. Woohoo! <laughs> do you ever
1: see, like when you're watching, which I don't watch the news very often, but when I do, there's a there's a station in Chicago that when they do the news, the weather on the news. They always have these like the weather patterns like of the wind or rain and they do these tiny little arrows and they all I see are sperm. <laughs> um, sperm swimming across my TV screen. I'm like that looks like sperm. You'll have to take <laughs> a picture and show me. I know I should. If I if I catch it one day I'll take a picture. I'll post it in Instagram and see if anyone else can relate. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really watch the news, so I don't either. I just feel like I've every. T- it doesn't even have to be that that channel. It's like it seems like they all do that. They have those little arrows for the wind and rain patterns. And I'm <laughs> always like, "Lady, Ron And those sperm are going to attack you. Get out of there. <laughs> yep. So we're talking about sperm today. Ways to improve semen <laughs> quality, sperm quality. Sperm quality. Sperm quality. Sorry, I was just posting on our Instagram. Oh, that's right. Sarah just did a quick video and she posted it in our story on Instagram. If you're not following us, go check it out at Infertile Mafia Podcast on Instagram. You can only hear me, though. So that's the way this works. Maybe I'll record yeah. something later and you'll only hear me. <laughs> so you'll get half of the podcast, a little tease.
0: Oh, something embarrassing, kind of, that happened this I love weekend Tell with me. sperm. Oh, yes. I love an embarrassing uh, sperm story. Okay, so have you ever seen those foiling laminators? No. Okay, so you use a laminator, but you can get a fancy laminator that you use for foiling things. Like, it puts oh. the paper through with um, laser prints is it for like
1: putting foils on like materials like shirts or
0: uh not shirts on like paper only paper materials like that would fit through the laminator you can also just laminate things but (laughs) i once made a sperm print with (laughs) foil And only laminated half of it, so part of it was touching the carrier folder that's clear. And so it put sperm imprints on the carrier folder. (laughs) So my in-laws were down this weekend. (laughs) And my father-in-law... Oh, no. no. The tourist. (laughs) Yes, the tourist in every room knocked off the sperm folder off of my desk because we just threw everything into my office craft room and he picked it up and he's like huh I was like yeah that's sperm <laughs> <laughs> and he was like okay <laughs> and you pulled one of your
1: classic Sarah awkward <laughs> moments like, yeah that's sperm
0: <laughs> it is what it looks like so. <laughs> it's not weather patterns it's <laughs> no, <sperm. laughs> that is actually a sperm print and I think Peter was like, "Why did you print that out?" I'm like, "I just wanted to try out the foiling machine." <laughs> and he's
1: like, "But why did you choose sperm? Why not something a little, a little less, uh, you know, maybe a heart, a star?" I perhaps. love sperm. <laughs> sperm I makes the world too. go round. Yes, it does. Don't we all love sperm, lady? <laughs> Ugh. Some of us so more than others. <laughs> so <sighs> before we dig yeah. into the balls, let's talk about the business. <laughs> dig into the balls. Well, I mean, sometimes that's what you have to do. So let's get into the business. Uh, the first item of business is we're starting like a new,
0: I don't know, what would you call it, Sarah? Interview series? Uh, not really. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, like getting to know people. In the infertility community, right? Not and it's not, not really like, like a formal it's not, interview. Yeah, it's not like getting to know their infertility history. Like we'll talk about it a little bit, but I want to know them as people. And our like f- I'd rather know random things about them. <laughs> right. And the first, our first
1: guest is going to be Celeste which if you don't uh, follow her or know her, which I'm sure a lot of you do, but if you don't, you have time now to go check her out before her interview comes out. Her interview will be out this coming Friday on the 29th. And her Instagram handle is at tim.celeste.x and her YouTube channel is Tim and Celeste. So we're going to talk to her, uh, get... Her infertility story and find out everything we need to know about Australia. Because she's from down under. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe you... we should have in re- interviewed Tim, too, since his name is in it.
1: That's true. He is 50% of Tim and Celeste. Yeah. So maybe he can make a guest appearance. Yeah. Cooper but... will probably be there, too. That's Yes. The Cooper's her little fur baby. So definitely tune in for that interview with Celeste. And our other item of business, Sarah, <laughs> time
0: for Corrections corner. I'm shaking my head.
1: Oh, man. We got a very spirited text message from Nurse Mandy that was like, you guys really <laughs> effed the up
0: this time. <laughs> you are going to poison someone, right? is basically what she said. <laughs> um... Yeah,
1: so we were talking about vitamin D in our last episode about egg quality. And we just want to make sure everyone's fully aware, first of all, that you always tell your doctor anything you're taking. Okay, that's number one. But number two, I'm not sure we made it perfectly clear that you can't just take as much vitamin D as you want. No, Uh, it It is toxic at a certain point. So don't just take an entire bottle of vitamin D. <laughs> yeah.
0: When I said the 50,000 IU, I, I meant someone was prescribed that by a doctor and they were under heavy doctor supervision. <laughs> right. Same exactly. with anything over 2,000, I'd say. Yeah. Like you can't get anything bigger than 2,000, I don't think. In the store. Yeah, you have to have it prescribed. Right. Yes.
1: So she, but there are some vitamins that you can, it's really not going to harm you. Like So she told us the water-soluble vitamins, like vitamin C and vitamin B, knock yourself out, ladies.
0: (laughs) But why take a whole bunch if you're just going to pee it out? Because it's good for you. C and B are really good for you. I hate taking supplements. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, even orange. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the
1: ones that can become toxic in large quantities are vitamin A, D, K, and E. So, be careful with those vitamins, ladies, and
0: talk to your doctor.
1: Right. Hey, what happened to vitamin F or G H I J? I don't know. I mean we maybe go Mandy from, knows. We go from vitamin E to vitamin K.
0: We just skip over F G H I J Yeah. <laughs> maybe they uh it just didn't roll off the tongue.
1: Maybe not. Maybe they don't understand. Maybe exist. I, I wanna know why.
0: Maybe there's a name behind these vitamins, like the letters stand for something.
1: I don't know. This is a good question. Does anyone know? okay so we corrected ourselves guys don't poison yourself mandy almost had a heart attack when she heard us talking about vitamins so yeah (laughs) sorry mandy sorry mandy thank you for that correction as always (laughs) all right digging into the balls here we go
0: sarah wait a second oh you know biotin? Yeah. That's vitamin H. Oh. Oh, so it does exist. That's
1: the one that's really good for your skin and nails, right?
0: Yeah. so uh, part of the reason that the names have changed may be nutritional science became more sophisticated in vitamin candidates and in screening them out as non-vitamins. Hmm. Okay. So at one time, there might have been vitamin F, G, H, I, or J. But now they're like, nah.
1: Yeah. And I give you, ladies and gentlemen, the power of
0: the internet. Yeah. Uh, Vitamin J was reclassified as B2. Oh. Vitamin F is currently called EFA, essential fatty acid. Okay, so they did exist at
1: one point. I'm not crazy to think that. You know, vitamin B, it's like vitamin B1, B2. B. It goes up to at least B12. Oh, that's opening up another can of worms for my mind as well. Where's where's B4? Where's B7? You don't hear about them. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. But PSA to all my MTHFR sisters out there, take lots of... Bioactive vitamin B six and nine and, and it twelve might help you not feel sick when That's you're right. pregnant. Right, the B vitamins are good
0: for nosh, nosh, nausea. Wait, are those the ones that are water soluble? I can't remember what you said. <laughs> no, no.
1: Yes. Okay. B and C, knock yourself out. Got it. All B though. Uh, All of the B's. Oh shoot. <laughs> We Maybe. don't know,
0: so talk to ask your doctor. Your doctor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, balls. Ball.
0: This um, is the balls part.
1: Yes. So, unlike women, men have the edge on this one too. They have the edge on everything.
0: No, they don't. <laughs> don't it's, you say that? Life is
1: so much easier to be a man. It's so much easier to be sperm than egg. So that's probably true. (laughs) Men are constantly generating new sperm. So like when we, in our episode about eggs, we talked about like you have all the eggs you're ever going to have before you're even born. But men are constantly generating new sperm about every like 90 days. So that means they have a little bit more influence over
0: what like, the production of them they're in their... so that's why old guys can have children yep like into their 70s or later Yep, Ugh, yeah <laughs> i mean good for them
1: right yeah because those lumpy sacks are still creating <laughs> sperm Ew. yep like they i'm pretty sure they're it slows down, but they're constantly, like, until you die. So they really? can, yeah. So they can, uh, they just have more influence over, the, like, your lifestyle has more of a, an influence over your new sperm that you're creating. So that's a so good that's that a good means news. it's easier to change it. Exactly. This is good news. This is good news. And we did, we covered a lot of the testing and stuff. In episode five, Adventures in the Jerk-Off Room. So if you haven't heard that one, definitely go back. So we'll just cover those briefly right now. And the other, you know what, Sarah? The best thing about that episode is the stories from the Jerk-Off Room, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah. Someone said to take your own porn. I can't remember who it was. Uh, I think it was a post from Hilariously Infertile. Was it? I She yeah. she
0: wrote that on Father's Day oh that's who okay that's where i saw it so take your own porn take your own porn (laughs) happy father's day (laughs) easy enough i thought i i've heard people make books of themselves um what like women (laughs) women would get like boudoir pictures taken oh sure send it don't you think, you think some men are
1: like, um, this is my one chance to look at porn like, and have you endorse again it so I don't want pictures of you.
0: Yeah. Or is that a little narcissistic to do? Um, I mean, I thought about doing it, but. Well, okay. <laughs> if you don't. It depends on your situation, i think. Exactly.
1: Say. If you don't, if you're, if you don't believe in porn of any kind or you're uncomfortable with your husband looking at porn, then you have to be the porn, maybe. (laughs)
0: Maybe. Or you could probably go in the room with them. Or there's
1: that. And do (sighs) everything yourself. That was my favorite line of that episode, Sarah, when you were like, do I have to do everything? (laughs) (laughs) But really. Peter's first semen analysis, the nurse
0: took them both in the room and sarah was like really (laughs) we just like looked at each other i'm like so i guess i'll do this because i don't want to watch (laughs) yeah guys
1: if you haven't if you haven't listened to that episode go listen to it you can skip all the boring stuff at the beginning where we talk about semen analysis if you want just listen to the stories of the mishaps from the jerk off room there's so many
0: yeah sorry it's i keep great. yawning
1: it's great it's great uh but some of the tests we talked about are the semen analysis of course these are the tests that you're gonna get like usually with an re to determine what you're no, that was
0: the first test yeah it did. should be the first test at the ob after right. my first appointment yeah so that's like the first test they'll do It is the very first thing that they'll do, and it's the
1: easiest one, obviously. Um, And we broke down the semen analysis for you in that episode, like what it all So we're not going to do it now. So we're not going to do that right now. But some of the other things that they might do um, is a ball ultrasound, testicular Mm. ultrasound, check for varicocele. They're obviously going to check your blood work for FSH and LH and testosterone, all your male hormones, make sure they're in you know correct range and then we've mentioned this a few times since that episode about sperm DNA fragmentation testing which is a little bit more advanced and that often happens when you've had like failed IVF or they're they don't know why the sperm that look good aren't fertilizing the egg and that test looks at the DNA inside the sperm and it's I don't think that every place does it. Like, a lot of times you have to send the sample off to a lab that does do it, so it's it's not nearly as
0: standard. For the guys, I mean, it's just the same procedure as a semen analysis, right? Yes. Yeah. As far as, you know... Right. Jacking off into a cup. Right.
1: And they're just looking at how many of... What percentage of your dude's sperm are fragmented, meaning... They're not chromosomally normal
0: and wouldn't. Fragmentation is when pieces of the DNA come off and it right. looks like a bunch of little pebbles.
1: <laughs> I I thought of it as like, it reminds me of split ends or something.
0: Yeah. Like it's, they're not sticking together yes. in the blob. Yes. They're missing... I'm thinking of embryos right now, but like fragmentation is where pieces come off. Missing chunks. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, before we talk about some ways to improve
1: it, let's talk about some things that are going to be bad for it, Sarah.
0: Well, uh, smoking. Oh, show. Big no no. Do not smoke. Quit smoking. If you're smoking and you're going through infertility treatments, you need to stop that. Stop that. It's like very the bad. number one cause
1: of bad sperm. And it just causes lots of
0: health problems in general, but...
1: You know, I don't know that that's true. I just said it, (laughs) but that it's the number one cause. It may not be, but it doesn't Uh, matter what source you look at. It does not matter what source you
0: look at. They're like, smoking is bad for sperm. Don't do it. I wonder if they've done any studies on this, like guys who smoke, do they have more girls? Why do you think... Because girl sperm is more hardy and can survive the uh, damaging situations that guys yeah, may put their sperm through. Because we're hardier.
1: We're yeah. tougher. I like and how you called it the girl sperm, though.
0: <laughs> they are the girl sperm. The ex-sperm. The sperm that, that are wearing
1: uh, cute little pink bows.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I would like to know if that's a thing. That's a curious because theory. The boys are kind of smaller and faster and wimpy? They're wimpy mm. just like, you know, boys in general. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is a thing. Like Who when run boys the
1: world? girls girls
0: But when boys are in the NICU, there's a thing called wimpy white boy syndrome. That's right. They
1: have the lowest success rate in the NICU.
0: And it may take them longer
1: to get out of there. African-American girls have the highest. They
0: do the best. Yep. Yep. It's interesting. There's that. There's that. Anyway, and then... So don't smoke. Caffeine. So don't Mm -hmm. smoke. Caffeine course everyone drinks caffeine though right just maybe limit it calm your caffeine consumption down at least three months before your cycle yes it's you know 90 days um excess alcohol that's never good for anyone nope (laughs) obviously um these are all things that i would think cause stress like would you say the oxidative stress
1: yeah, that's sperm production? Yep, that's on the list here. These are these are all like the more generic ones. Like we said the same thing about egg quality. These are all the things that are like, it's good for everything, not just sperm and eggs. It's good for your overall health. General health.
0: health. Yeah. yeah. And then overweight, obesity does not help your sperm. Nope. Uh, Mm -hmm. frequent ejaculation. Infrequent. Oh, infrequent. I would think that it would be frequent. Sorry. (laughs) Infrequent. So, uh, if you're not jacking off or, you know, having sex often, it It can can lead lead. to oxidative stress. Right. And then make your semen all overcooked. (laughs) Yeah, this...
1: This uh, from this article, it said this means the sperm stay in the gonads. I love I love to say gonads. I will want any excuse to say gonads. I will take it.
0: Well, that's the correct term. I know
1: <laughs> we're actually using it in its correct way here. <laughs> the sperm stay in the gonads longer and therefore are exposed to reactive oxygen species like leukocytes or other toxic substances which can damage them. So. Oh and then it says one study showed that men who ejaculated 4 or more times per month have better sperm morphology. Which makes oh. sense like if they're just hanging out in the balls, they're more susceptible to to just like, like it's just like eggs. Right. It's it's more susceptible to all the the damaging lifestyle choices whether it's alcohol or whether it's pollution in the air or whatever. They're just so ladies four times a month that's not that much no no i mean yeah listen just put on a good face and make it happen at least four times a month
0: (laughs) (laughs) you don't have a headache hard (laughs) you can do it you can do it um free radicals yeah is another one. So free radicals. Science scientists have suggested that suggested that this may be due to radio frequency electromagnetic waves as free radicals. Free radicals cause oxidative damage to our cells including sperm and female eggs. Are there other kinds of eggs? <laughs> free radical damage may cause firm <laughs> In motility, cell death oof, <laughs> and lower the integrity of the DNA. It appears men should avoid holding laptops directly on their laps and keep cell phones away from pants pockets.'m <laughs> so laughing. At you. Are there other kinds of eggs? I mean, I don't know any men who Have eggs. produce eggs or any animals. <laughs> Oh, lots of animals produce eggs, that are men.
1: Oh no! <laughs> <I see. laughs> Wait, seahorses? No, they, they just, just carry them in the
0: pouch. Right. Yeah, that's what makes <laughs> them boy seahorses. Right. They don't produce the egg. I know. <laughs> it's... Yeah. So, don't hold your laptops on your lap. And, right. Uh, cell phones. Peter has this pants. Have. <laughs> He has these pants from Target, and it has a uh, oh no zipper Don't say cell it. phone.
1: Oh, what? okay. I thought you were gonna say clips it on the side. Oh no!
0: <laughs> I think that that broke a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> he has a zipper cell phone pocket. Okay, that's like further down his leg, oh. and he likes it because it's not put in the same pocket as everything else. Like yeah, and it's further from his balls. Yeah. I don't think he was thinking about that but
1: <laughs> so get get your man some cargo pants and t- tell him to put the oh yeah join the
0: the cargo pants club <laughs>
1: and keep his phone away from his pa- his front pant
0: pocket. Yeah. Um and then va- vasectomies and or immune issues cause problems. Of course vasectomies will because hello here. <laughs> <laughs> they are meant to not get you pregnant. I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. And you can reverse them, but sometimes you can't reverse them. That's right. So,
1: But I wonder if that what they mean is that the vasectomy can t- cause damage because now you're never getting any of the sperm out, like we were just talking about.
0: Uh, I'm guessing yes. And you know, like what maybe happens they to could them? have an infection from it.
1: I don't know because if don't you don't know. like they still get semen out with a vasectomy just no sperm right mm, doesn't yes. something still come out
0: <laughs> yeah it cuts off the sperm passageway from getting into the fluid
1: yeah yeah so, if you're if you still, if in theory you're constantly still recreating new sperm, what's happening to those little guys? They're just building up. It's just a little sperm graveyard in your balls.
0: I guess. And uh, vasectomies can cause immune issues for the sperm. Oh, sure. Because Be- the immune system sees them as foreign invaders now. Yeah. Like once you blah 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 like specialized cells in the testicles protect sperm cells creating a barrier from immune system cells which would otherwise attack and harm them and it is common for this barrier to be broken and the sperm to be damaged in as many as 70 percent of all vasectomy patients wow that's really high so it's kind of like an alloimmune response yes it is exa- that's exactly it what it is. It is an alloimmune response. So, y- yeah. If you reverse the vasectomy, you can still have that alloimmune response because that barrier is damaged. I wonder if they if the if
1: doctors are telling men that like listen, if you cuz you I feel like the sense is like, "Oh, I'll get this vasectomy and then if I change my mind, I can just reverse it," but it sounds like it's not that simple. I want I hope that mm-hmm they know that going in like if you get this vasectomy it might be like non-reversible yeah (laughs) or even if you reverse it now you have like sperm
0: dna damage you're gonna have problems i think a lot part of the time at least guys get vasectomies with a first wife and then they may get divorced and then get remarried and then right the second wife wants to have his baby, right?
1: I mean, there's lots it of is, reasons. Yeah, or you could be like, "I'm never having kids." Like Ashley, she tied her tubes, and then yeah, she's like, "Oh, just kidding! Untie them, please!" Like, <laughs> and then you you find your person, and you're like, "No, now I want to have a kid." I mean, like, there's lots of reasons. You would, but I hope, I hope men know that, like, this is so common the cell damage that happens after a vasectomy. I feel like doctors know. (laughs) (laughs) They should. If we know it, they
0: should know it. (laughs) Pass that information on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, usually when you're getting a vasectomy, it's like a permanent solution there.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about... By the way, most of this information that we have shared is from a website called Medical News Today. That's it. It was just yeah. an article on, it was just very succinct. It had a lot of things that I didn't, like, other things I, that, that I didn't normally see from a lot of other sources, which is why we're sharing them here. I thought like, you were
0: going to say it's from a website called Don'tFryYourBalls.com <laughs>
1: Don'tFryYourBalls.com
0: That's a real website, (laughs) is it? Did you just look it up? No, no, I've looked it up before. I just I thought that's where it came from. Really? I'm looking at it right
1: now. What is on Don't Fry Your Balls? Don't tell me. Don't fry it. Shoot, this site can't be reached.
0: Wait. (laughs) Anyway, don't cook your balls. Sorry. Don't cook. Oh, I've heard of don't cook
1: your balls. Don't fry Don't, or cook your balls.
0: Yeah. Don'tcookyourballs.com has a lot of information on uh, male factor infertility.
1: Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a good resource. And it's more like... Yeah. Uh, it's, funny. it's lighthearted. Yeah. It's going to be more like... Yeah. It's not super clinical. Anyway. Okay. Don'tcookyourballs.com. Check it out. Okay. So, ways to improve sperm quality. Uh, the first one would be, uh, one thing that has been proven to work is more DHA in your diet. Um, that has, and the reason I wrote this one down is because it's been shown to improve sperm morphology. That's the hardest one to change. It is? It is. So... Oh. No, you can find it in some fishes, fish, like salmon and, uh, I don't know, there's some other fish. Cod there. liver oil. Or, yeah, cod liver oil. You can take it as a supplement. In fish um, oil. It's with yes. fish oil. Yeah, it's almost always, when you buy like a fish oil supplement, it almost always includes DHA. Fish oil
0: supplements are so gross, though. Like I'm taking they, it, and mm-hmm. don't you have they to. Make... I go to sleep right after I take it, or uh-huh. else I start burping it up. Yeah, and it does give you like fish breath. Yeah, and it burns.
1: It burns gross. my throat. And I don't know what yours are like, but when I was taking it, they're huge. The pills were so big. They are they are huge? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, you could do fenugreek. Did you ever do fenugreek?
0: No, that's supposed to help with
1: breast milk, right? Or something? Uh, Yes. and Well, female fertility in general. It's an okay. herb. Remember, guys. I did not. Always consult with your doctor. These are just ideas. <laughs> Everything we're going to say here is like supplements, really. Because there's not like
0: a pill or something no you can take. There's no pill they can like, give you. Okay, yeah. now you'll have better sperm. Ooh, I see a cardinal outside my window. It's so pretty. Sorry, sorry. I get distracted. Aww. Bye, cardinal.
1: <laughs> Last time it was deer. This time it's the cardinal. Stop shoving it in my face
0: that you live in a beautiful place. I'm sure there are pigeons around <laughs> your house, and their poop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All birds poop. I know. That cardinal's probably crapping in your yard right now. Yep. <laughs> so the other one and this one I feel like is really important is antioxidant rich foods and coq10 which Sarah Coq10 and I have, Coq10 we've talked about it a lot.
0: We are big like we really believe in antioxidants. It's and expensive co- but I really think that it helps. It can't mm-hmm. hurt. I don't no. know if it's water soluble. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> It can't hurt.
1: Take as much as you want.
0: (laughs) I took 800 whatever it comes in. (laughs) Milligrams?
1: I use? Yeah.
0: I'm not sure. But you have to take a higher dose for it to do anything. Like if you're taking 100 or 200, you're probably not doing too much. Yeah.
1: And the, the thing about antioxidants... Are... But don't take
0: it while you're pregnant.
1: <laughs> I think I took CoQ ten while I was pregnant. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm not gonna let's uh oh. I... <laughs> but there, the antioxidants are what uh, protect the swimmers from all of,
0: of the oxidative stress we've just talked about. So does doesn't coffee have antioxidants in it? <laughs> I think it does. I think it's one of those, like, does the pro of this outweigh the con? Because caffeine is bad. My doctor said, just drink coffee. You're fine. It has antioxidants. And I was like, (laughs) you know, I believe you. I'm (laughs) going to still drink coffee. You know,
1: what you're telling me fits the narrative of what I want. So I think you're right.
0: (laughs) Yep, exactly. Find a doctor that agrees with everything you say will be the right doctor for you doctor shop if you need to right no but i don't think you need to limit the caffeine i don't think necessarily cutting it out completely
1: yeah I i don't
0: know going to help you all that much like don't drink 600 milligrams of coffee a day Right, it's
1: probably more that. Like, don't do it in excess where then it's now causing problems. Same thing with alcohol. If you want to have a glass of wine, don't, like, come on. One glass of wine is not going to really move the needle that much. Again, if you drink
0: the whole bottle. (laughs) Even then. For your heart health, remember? (laughs) Yes. Trying to make sure it's extra hearty. Like, don't drink a whole bottle every night. (laughs) <laughs> right, your liver will hate you just be smart about it just
1: don't do these things in excess but one more yeah. thing i want to say about antioxidants is so i think i've said before that bill tested positive for the mthfr gene as well which we yes. found out through our genetic testing that we did and if anyone um knows that their husband, like, through any kind of testing, whatever, knows that they have, like, a... So MTHFR is uh, problematic for people like me because it makes us more susceptible to oxidative stress and damage. We, uh, we um, have a hard time protecting ourselves against those things. So if you know that about yourself, then I think an antioxidant would be even more... Uh, Something that you should add in if that's the case for your man. Are blueberries antioxidants? Yeah, all the berries are rich in mm, yeah, blueberries. Lots of berries. And along the same lines would be vitamin C. They also protect sperm from DNA damage, which is water soluble. So you can have as much as you want. <laughs> Yeah, this, uh, so I thought this was interesting, that same website said that vitamin C helps reduce the chance of miscarriage due to chromosomal problems in DNA. Really? And it also appears to keep sperm from clumping together, making them more modal.
0: Who knew? Well, I didn't know
1: that. I wonder if they, like, all clump together. Like, I'm imagining, you know, rugby, when they all get it, what, the scrum? <laughs> They're just in a clump, like trying to move. They can't. Uh, they can't go anywhere because they're in a clump.
0: I don't watch
1: sports too much. Well, I don't either. I've been I'm watching totally, soccer lately, I, but the, all of my information on rugby comes from the one episode of Friends when Ross tries to play rugby. <laughs> <laughs> that's the I, reason I, I, I know the I know word scrum. Saying, yeah, but it's like that's the huh. If That's they're clumped cool. together, they can't move as quick. They need to be... They need to separate from the herd. They Get need to the go clump. do their own thing. Swim their own ah. way. So vitamin D is another one. But don't take too much. Yes. So vitamin D and calcium help reduce inflammation, which is another... Uh, oh, we've talked about so many times. Inflammation is so bad for the system. Systems.
0: All the systems cause damage. Everything. Right. Sometimes you need inflammation when you get hurt. It does <laughs> yeah. something positive, but it does. And then when you have too much, you, you don't need it attacking healthy things. No. Which is what
1: it does sometimes. So, vitamin D, though, has so you could take a vitamin D supplement at the direction of your doctor to help reduce inflammation.
0: So, and then Fairhaven Health. It's <laughs> right. a lot of these supplements speci- specifically for men. They mm-hmm. so. do. I want,
1: yeah. If you haven't heard of it, go to their website, fairhavenhealth.com. We talked about them in like the first episode. We called them New Haven. New Oops. Haven, New Haven, New Haven, Fairhaven, Fairhaven. Yeah, I have their website pulled up right now. Actually, they they have these supple- vitamin supplements that are like geared specifically toward male and female fertility health. So, in other words, all these things that we've listed that might be good for you, they'll put them all in one
0: supplement. Which basically. would be nice then you don't have to take multiple pills. Exactly. Have so, you taken you've taken stuff from Fairhaven, right?
1: I didn't, but Bill did. And it helped. Oh, okay, it absolutely awesome. helped his semen quality,
0: sperm quality. <laughs> well, if there is a company that makes something that can help, then that's good. Yeah, they're not preying on the infertiles. I mean, who knows if it for sure helped? Ava. I don't know,
1: but I think he took the count boost and the motility boost, and which if you don't if you don't want to buy them from this. Cause I think it's only like a 30 day supply, but if you didn't want to buy it from here, you can look at their ingredients and get the stuff on your own if you want, I guess. But, um, like, so they'll have other antioxidants and, uh, amino acids like selenium and glutathione and L-carnitine. That's the one you see a lot for men. I think it's an an amino acid that supposedly is really helpful mm. for the swimmers. well good yeah um have you heard of ashwagandha (laughs) no no i have not
0: what is it (laughs) uh it's indian ginseng oh like from india Uh uh-huh just making sure i think i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i've never heard of it what's it do
1: uh it is a traditional medicine used as a remedy for several forms of sexual dysfunction. A 2016 study found that with low sperm counts, who took 675 milligrams daily for 90 days, saw a 167% increase in sperm count.
0: Whoa. That's insane. Wait, so, so was that everyone in the study?
1: It just says. It doesn't say. Or. It says, it doesn't say how many men were in the study, but it has a link to the study. So I could go and find out all the details, but I guess 46 men in the Let's just link study. it.
0: Let's just link it in the show notes.
1: Yeah, let's link it because I think it's interesting. You guys can look it up yourselves. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do all the work for you, okay? Um, Yeah. it's. But like a lot of people, I think, who is it? Micah. She's been doing like a lot of... um uh Chinese medicine and just like your non-traditional herbs and supplements I think they're worth trying if you want to along as long why as why not co- yeah as long as you consult with your doctor there's not and you're you obviously want to tell them that you're doing this like you don't want to keep it from them but hey if it works then awesome. You can consult with your
0: acupuncturist.
1: Yeah, a lot of them know all the all the things, all the herbs. Yeah. In other words, Western medicine doesn't have all the shit figured out. So, but here's why I brought this up because I feel like some women get discouraged when they hear that you can't increase or you can't change sperm morphology, which. That is,
0: like, traditionally speaking, it's very hard to change sperm morphology. And just in case you don't know what morphology is, it's the shape of the sperm. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. Like, but... it could have two heads, which does not make it
1: no, two <laughs> get heads, into the egg. Two tails.
0: The no... head could be shaped wrong. The
1: football-shaped head could be... Yeah. yeah. So it has to be the perfect shape. That's... Like the Brad Pitt of sperm. Yeah,
0: so, or Shimar
1: Mar. That's right. Or whoever you think is perfect. So, but. My husband.
0: <laughs> the, the Peter
1: Bruno. I asked him
0: last night if he, he's like, I listened to a bunch of podcasts today. I'm like, have you listened to mine? He's like, no, should I? <laughs> and I was like, mm, you don't have to. Bill hasn't listened <laughs> to it either. I've asked him a few like, times, like, hey. Like it Have would probably listen? be boring for you. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, sorry. Anyway, I interrupted no. you.
1: It's okay. What I was going to say was, even though it is hard to change morphology, I hope this is encouraging for people. Even though it's hard to change morphology, it is. It does seem a little bit easier to improve count. And the reason that that matters is because your morphology is just a percentage of the count of like your overall amount of sperm so in other words if the count is low and like you only have 20 million and your morphology is low you just have a very small amount that are normal but if you could get that count up to like 100 million you're, even if your your morphology is still low you have 80 oh, percent more yeah. good whatever yeah i probably do have that. a lot
0: more no it makes sense you have a lot more good sperm that could make it to the egg or fertilize the egg right so even
1: if you think oh the morphology is so low there's nothing I can do about it if you can the more sperm the better
0: (laughs) but does um doesn't doing ICSI uh with IVF help morphology in that issue well, of course. I'm just I'm speaking so, more to people that are not doing IVF yet
1: that but maybe know that they have Yeah, but,
0: but, but there is an if, option with IVF if your morphology and motility are both low, they can pick a good-looking sperm from the group and inject it into the egg. Right. And
1: yeah. just
0: because it looks weird doesn't mean that the DNA it's carrying is not good.
1: Right. When you... Most men that have low sperm morphology, they're going to do ICSI if you get to the point of IVF just to be... Yeah. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. Yeah. So, I just wanted to throw that out there. The more sperm, the better. So, if you can get that count up, even if the morphology is low, that's going to help you out. So, just a couple more things before we wrap things up. So, (laughs) I saw this, too, and thought it was super interesting, that if women have healthy levels of progesterone,
0: the sperm respond better to the egg. I bet there's a lot of women going, (laughs) oh, no. (laughs) Really? Do I have to do everything?
1: I know, right? I think, so in this case, sperm is like, or excuse me, the progesterone is like the sexy high heels and the perfume and the slinky dress. (laughs) its attracting. (laughs) It's attracting the sperm. (laughs) It says, in in 2011, researchers discovered that a protein called cat spur within sperm (laughs) (laughs) within sperm cells receives the signal from the release of progesterone. A perfect example of working together so in other words it starts approaching this egg and it gets the signal from the progesterone that i don't know makes it even more like i gotta get in there (laughs) it starts pecking away at the egg (laughs) maybe it gives it a boost i think it i think that's a better like yeah so it's like let's do this right exactly it swam so far it's super tired and the progesterone's like, "Come on, honey, you can do it." It just gives them that little burst of energy they need. It's like pheromones. Exactly. It's pheromones for the sperm and egg. Yep. <laughs> um, and we already talked about this, but it's worth mentioning again, remember to keep the balls cool, gentlemen. Snowballs. Has like, anyone
0: tried the ice snowballs them down? I've never. No one has said anything about trying the snowballs. I want someone to try the snowballs. I want to
1: hear about it. Ball cooling underwear. I think it's a brilliant concept.
0: <laughs> I your you're balls. crafty, I crafty. I feel like you could do it you yourself. Make some yeah. you could sew a
1: little like pocket in in your man's underwear to just put a little ice pack, keep his balls cool. Yeah. Yeah. Easy peasy.
0: (laughs) No big deal. Just ice the balls. (laughs) And then the last thing, um, prescription meds. Yeah. Like, it depends on the situation, but uh, some doctors will prescribe Clomid for guys to increase, what is it, FSH and low
1: testosterone? Yeah. I
0: think so. Because it'll...
1: like it does for us for women it just uh kicks the production into high gear
0: yeah and then injectables like uh falstin yeah. which is FSH. right but I've never I don't know actually, if they would give men a peer I don't think that's one of them I think it's just the FSH hormones yeah yeah they don't want I don't think they want to raise LH too much I, I don't know I don't I've never I've I've
1: read that this gets prescribed, but I've never actually known anyone where the men took an injectable hormone. Mm mm. Has anyone out there. Has anyone out there? I've heard of Clomid.
0: Yeah. There there was a football player who was taking Clomid for fertility and he got in trouble for taking it. Yeah. I can't remember the who it was or it came up like in a drug test. Yeah. And he got in trouble and he's like I'm taking it for my sperm. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that would be a drug that they wouldn't allow because it raises testosterone. Oh. And so that would enhance your performance. Hmm. Because your testosterone's higher. <laughs> Arr. <laughs> Arr.
1: I don't know. I would love to hear from someone who uh their man has taken Clomid or injectables. Yeah. How did that go? Did how it make did him that go? crazy? Did it make him crazy? Like it makes women crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe. So
1: anyway, that is all we have for you today on sperm. So next we'll close it with out, out of the box, of
0: the box, out, out, out of the, the box. box. There you go. Oh, were you going to harmonize? I think I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we need to sing it at the same time for the harm.
1: Right. It usually, works I am not good harmony. at
0: harmonizing.
1: <laughs> you sing the melody. I'll take care of the rest.
0: Sounds good. <laughs> Sarah has a story. Oh, I just okay. I saw this on the article topic on, balls. on Buzzfeed. Do you follow Buzzfeed much? Uh, here and there. Well this guy got a text from a number he didn't know and it wasn't it was a wrong number and the guy's like sharon gave me your number in we're in econ together and then he did the gross role play thing where they put rings hands and sweats profusely in asterisks have you seen that no i guess it's a thing guys do now like they do role play in texts and whatever to girls
1: like uh, a next level of sexting kind of thing kind of like I'm like literally describing what I'm doing instead of just
0: yeah except like cringy <laughs> So the wrong number texted a guy and he's like, yeah, that's not me. You have the wrong number. And He's like, no, it's it's me. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he did the gross role play thing again. And he said, unzipping my pants uh-huh. with shaking hands in the asterisks. And the guy's like, seriously, this is a guy. <laughs> and then he sent then he sent a picture of his penis. He sent a dick pic. <laughs> two a wrong number and the guy's like oh and then the the wrong number guy sent a picture of his face and he has a mustache and he's like you really got the wrong number oh no <laughs> it oh. made me laugh and then the other guy was like oh no if, if i got a if i got a wrong
1: number dick pic i think i would i would um Print off a bunch of copies and post it around the neighborhood. Have you seen this dick? It's missing.
0: <laughs> it's... I think I would like, I would say, hey, what's your, what's your Facebook? <laughs> then find his mom. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> be like, look what your son sent. <laughs> don't send dick pics. Ugh. No one wants them. No one wants them. I don't want them. Do you want them? <laughs> I, I can't think of any girl who's been like, yeah, it was great. He sent a picture of his dick. Yeah. No one wants to see that. No, no. one finds that attractive.
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys.
0: No. <laughs> oh, man. It, it was funnier on BuzzFeed. I think I just killed it. <laughs> we are not going to link that article in our show notes.
1: You'll have to find
0: it on your <laughs> own as well. I'm sure it happens all the time. That's brazen. Yeah, it's brazen. Like, I don't know what they're thinking, especially when the person has said, "Dude,
1: you have the wrong number." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get it. You have to really not care about
0: exposing your genitalia pretty sure that that's is that illegal to send like i guess it's only underage
1: uh, yeah i don't know
0: <laughs> i don't know
1: i'm not up on what the kids are doing remember
0: <laughs> i am not either besides reading buzzfeed but it seems like that role-playing thing is the new A thing thing of the like dorky guys who are socially awkward mm. the well, nice guys Listen, it's only making you more awkward, I can assure you. I'm just glad I haven't. I've been out of the dating pool for 10 years almost. Oh, I
1: know. It is treacherous out there. Me too. I'm glad I don't have to deal with that anymore. (laughs) All right, we're going to close it there. Don't forget to join our closed Facebook group called The Infertile Mafia. And so everyone knows, we... After we release an episode, we always post something in the Facebook group where you can keep the conversation going. So if you think, like, someone sent me a dick pic, that's you can go tell us about it in the Facebook group. It's closed, so all the content is private. So follow us on Facebook, or join our Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram, at Infertile Mafia Podcast, and feel free to send us an email to infertilemafia at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review this podcast to keep hearing lots of talk about dick pics <laughs>
0: <laughs> and eggs and bowls and stuff. Right, of course. <laughs> and in our next episode, we're talking to Celeste. Yay. Yay!
1: Definitely tune in to talk to Celeste. She's great. Go go she follow is. her on Instagram and go check out her YouTube channel in the
0: meantime. Yeah go do some research on her and yeah. then come back and
1: you know that way you can tell us everything Listen. we get wrong
0: there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right. right
1: everybody thanks for joining the infertile mafia bye, bye. bye.